Jesus, the Eternal High Priest, by Joan Cole. For the Word of God is alive and active. Sharper than any double-edged sword, it penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow, it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of Him to whom we must give account. Therefore, since we have a great High Priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a High Priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. New International Version Church Persecution and Christian Suffering The Book of Hebrews was originally a sermon preached to a group of believers who had come to Christ out of Judaism. From the Book of Acts, we know there were thousands of Jewish Christians who were dispersed from Jerusalem when Stephen was martyred. A great persecution broke out, and many believers fled west to places like Galatia, Ephesus, Greece, and Rome. The Jewish believers were immigrants in a foreign land, looking to practice their faith without harm. Yet, their experience was anything but ideal. These followers of Christ found fellow ethnic Jews in the places where they went, yet those Jews had no use for these people that they believed were in some sort of aberrant cult. What is more, the surrounding Gentile culture did not understand Christianity, at all, and many of those who held to pagan religions bought into rumors, such as, that Christians were cannibals who ate at what's called the Lord's Table. So, here we have a situation where these displaced Christians had no respect from both Jews and Gentiles. As a result, they had a difficult time carrying out business because no one trusted them. They were essentially alone in the world. Losing their grip. Initially, they embraced their identity as Christians and held up quite well under the stress. However, over time, their resolve began to slowly erode. The followers of Jesus began to question their adverse situation. They began listening to their fellow Jews throw doubts on their faith. The hard life was not improving, maybe even becoming worse. Eventually, the church came to a point where they began reconsidering their whole way of life as Christians, and their faith commitment started slipping. The Christians actually considered leaving the church and Christianity and going back to their old life in Judaism. The Message of Hebrews It was at this point that a vigorous believer in Jesus came to town, saw the situation of the church, and preached a spirited message to them. The preacher called them to hold tight to their commitment, to see Jesus afresh and anew, as superior over all the Old Testament, as the fulfillment of all the promises of God. So, then, throughout the book of Hebrews we have this wonderful explanation and exposition of how to make sense of Jesus and the Old Testament, and of what Jesus really means to the church. Throughout his sermon, the preacher occasionally paused his teaching and gave the people a stiff warning about falling away from Christ. He called the church to be bold and confident in Christ, to stand up to the suffering, and to confront their temptations so that they would persevere in their commitment to Jesus Christ for the rest of their lives. God's Word and Work we pick up the teaching and the exhortation in chapter 4. Hebrews 4 12-16 is composed of two distinct sections that are paired together for a reason. Verses 12-13 give us a graphic visual of the penetrating work of God's Word, of the reality that God can get deep inside us. The next section, verses 14-16, lays out God's response to our being under divine scrutiny, that there is grace and mercy available because of Jesus, our great High Priest who is superior to every priest of the Old Testament to the point of being the last and permanent priest forever. These verses are bound together because we all need to struggle with the tension between God's Word to us, and our words to God, between God's judgment that opens our souls on a spiritual operating table, and God's grace which jumpstarts our broken hearts. Our most fundamental need is for God's mercy in Jesus Christ.
The Christian life. It is important that our outer lives and our inner lives match each other. Whenever the two are out of sync, we come under the judgment of God's Word. These early Hebrew Christians had slowly drifted from the truth so that their inner and outer lives did not line up well. Some of them still performed the outward duties of being a Christian yet were inwardly despising their hard situation. A growing vacuum developed on their insides as they slowly started letting go of Jesus as their object of devotion. Their hearts began to harden because of their hard lives. On the other hand, there were other Hebrew Christians who began drifting in a different way. Inwardly, they tried to maintain their devotion and commitment to Christ. Yet these believers began compromising their outward life to match the culture around them. In both cases of hardening inwardly, and of compromising outwardly, they each shared the situation of drifting away from their original commitment to Christ. Even today, it is a real temptation to try and avoid suffering, to grow weary of our present circumstances and look for a way to get out from under the pain and find a quick fix. Whenever we find ourselves in such a situation, the remedy is to be reminded that we must continue to hold firmly to the faith we profess because of who Jesus is. 15th Century Orthodox Icon of Christ the Great High Priest Jesus as Permanent High Priest Jesus is our Great High Priest. In the Old Testament, among the twelve tribes of the ancient Israelites, the tribe of Levi made up the class of priests. One of those Levites, always a descendant of the original Levite priest, Aaron, had the task of once a year entering a place called the Holy of Holies, which was at the center of the temple, to offer a bloody sacrifice on behalf of the people, to atone for their sins from the previous year. Jesus is our great and ultimate high priest. He did not enter the temporary sacrificial system to deal with sins for only a year. Jesus not only took on the role of high priest, but became the sacrifice, as well. As a result, we now have a thorough and permanent forgiveness of sins through Christ. So, the Hebrew Christian who considered going back to an old outdated system needed to be brought back to his senses and embrace again the once-for-all sacrifice of Jesus. As they considered Jesus, the believers needed to remember that Christ was not so far removed from them that the church could not relate to Jesus. Rather, Jesus is able to sympathize with each and every trouble, trial, and temptation we face because He faced the very same kind of sufferings. The only difference between Christ and His followers is that Jesus did not succumb to the trouble, but persevered and secured for us deliverance from sin, death, and hell. Jesus is the one who deserves every bit of our commitment, allegiance, and devotion. Christ is the one whom we are to worship inside and out. Approaching God with boldness. Let us then approach Jesus with confidence, with boldness, knowing that with Him there is mercy and grace. Jesus not only suffered for us in the past, He also suffers with us now, in the present. We, as believers, are in union with Jesus. Christ is our great High Priest, the one intimately involved in every nook and cranny of our lives. He knows what you and I are going through and is ready to give grace to help right now. Approaching Jesus has nothing to do with being good enough to do so. Coming to Jesus is about grace. Whenever we drift from Jesus and are confronted with God's Word cutting us to the heart, the end result is not wrath or judgment, the result is mercy and grace. Like the early Hebrew Christians, we all face situations out of our control that wear us down and cause us to become weary. In our tired state, we can be tempted to let our commitment to Christ slide in some small way. Over time, the small compromises of faith can snowball into a big slide away from God. Yet, Jesus is not sitting in heaven frustrated or confounded. God is not looking for a reason to punish people. It is just the opposite. Jesus, the Son of God, our great High Priest, is looking for a reason to give grace and help us in our time of need. Christ is waiting for us to approach the throne of grace with confidence. Right now, Jesus is alive. He is scanning the world and the church, 
looking to extend mercy to those who need it. Asking for help. We must avoid a spiritual hardening of heart which estranges us from approaching Jesus. Every one of us needs help. We are not God. We have weaknesses. We have confusion. We have limitations of all kinds. We need help. And every one of us has something else, guilt and shame. At the bottom of our hearts, we feel undeserving, and so, void coming to Jesus. Yet, we need with family, loneliness, work, health, finances. So, what to do? I can try to deny it all and be a superman who doesn't need any help. I can try to drown it all with alcohol. I can be obsessive and compulsive about controlling events and or people. I can simply succumb to discouragement. Here is what God declares, Jesus Christ became a high priest to shatter despair with hope, to rescue that drowning person and that anxious individual. God planned for a high priest, a savior, a redeemer, and a gracious helper. You and I are not trapped. We have Jesus. The book of Hebrews is all about a call to commitment, an invitation to come to Jesus. And it is the most important invitation you will ever receive. Let us approach the throne of grace with confidence. This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked of Him. Spirit of God, lead us into Your will. Help us in all things. Fill our hearts and lives to overflowing with divine mercy and grace so that what comes out of our mouths and the actions we do are compassionate, kind, and good, through our great High Priest, Jesus Christ. Amen.